0: You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to Senior Rx Radio. I'm Dr. Jaron Stout.
0: And I am Dr. Joanne Payo, and we are your hosts of Senior Rx Radio. We have two special guests today, pharmacists Lisa Morris and Carmen Stevens. Hello. Hello.
1: Welcome to the show today, guys.
0: Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you.
1: So have either one of you ever been on a podcast before? No, this is a first for me. How about you, Carmen? Other than the one we tried before, but any other shows you've been on?
2: No podcasts, just webinars. Okay. Lots of fun Zoom calls from home, you
1: know. Oh yeah, used. a lot of those going on these days. Yeah. Well, we're really happy to have you guys on the show, and we're really happy to break you guys into the podcast world. So. Thanks
0: for having us. We're ready. Yeah. We're lucky we get to be your first, so we have to make a great impression, Jaren. That's right. Well, Lisa, can you give us a little background on yourself? How did you become affiliated with ASCP? Um, sure. So I've been a
3: pharmacist for a good long time, 30 years, and about halfway through there, 15 years in, I decided that I wanted to change positions. You know, I just wasn't fulfilled and consulting sounded like a great way to go. So at that point, I was lucky enough to get on with the company and a who was owned by a person that introduced me to ASCP. And there was no looking back. I mean, it's really been my North Star since then because it has everything for you, you know, from the beginning to when you're more settled in your career. So that was how it started. It was a great start and it's been a wonderful, wonderful gig for me.
1: Absolutely. Carmen, same question for you. What, what has been your journey so far? How did you become affiliated with ASCP? And where did you? how did you get where you are today? give us some background. Yeah,
2: sure. So I was just telling Lisa before this that I I had a a stint in retail for a little while. That's where I kind of grew up as as a pharmacist. I worked my way up from a clerk to a technician and an intern, so on and so forth. And so I thought that was going to be my home forever. But While I was in pharmacy school, I just happened to be on a really great rotation with a really fantastic leader in geriatric pharmacy and learned a lot from her. And then from there, you know, just really fell in love with that and the population. And so I kind of knew that that was something I was looking for. And even though I graduated and went into retail, I had my eye kind of on that, you know, going forward. And so when the opportunity came up, I I took it to get into long-term care pharmacy and most of most of that was spent in dispensing, but still love that population. And you know, through that, I met some really great mentors. And through a mentor, I that's how I discovered ASCP. And it just happened to be that that year the annual meeting was coming to my town, and so it was really easy to go and check it out and kind of dip my toe in the water. Then from there, just met some really amazing folks like yourselves, Lisa, specifically, Jared. uh you guys, I met you. And, you know, I learned that it's such a great tight knit network. It's like a family, really. It's, it's a big organization. So you have the the national level organization, but you also have, you know, the closeness and the support of of really like friends. And that's just been so amazing. And so I think, you know, that's been tremendous help in my career going forward.
1: Absolutely. That's really true. It has the national presence, but it is still like a really tight knit community. I think you're right about the population. Love for the population really, really makes a big difference in this setting, especially when you're able to have a passion for it and to desire to improve it and and all that stuff. So, and I know that both of you are involved with the Quality Impact Project, and I am very lucky that you invited me to be a part of it and ride your guys' coattails. So kind of I remember the first meeting, I think it was Jason Sutton, he said something along the lines of that this project he related it to eating the elephant because it's such a, a massive undertaking. How did we come up with this concept? What is the goal? Where are we headed from here?
3: So I'll start and let Carmen take over. I I do think that it's very funny that the that I met Carmen at an ASCP meeting in a bar. And she asked me, I was the ASCP president-elect at the time, and she said, you know, what do you want to do as a president? And I said, well, you know, I'm not sure what I'm getting into, but a pipe dream of mine would be to show the impact of a consultant pharmacist on outcomes. And I was telling her, I was like, this is just a huge thing. We've tried to do this before at ASCP, and it's just a different world now. And Carmen said, I think we could do that. And I said, I mean, wow, how lucky am I to find somebody like that? Let's do it. And so Carmen just jumped on it and has led us all Absolutely. into quite the adventure. So I'll let her take up from there.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a great introduction. And that is exactly how it happened. And yeah, it's really easy to entertain a fun thought like that when you're sitting in a bar and just... You know, you got the whole world in, your, in the palm of your hand. Oh, gosh, let's just, let's do this project. Let's, I, yeah, let's do it. And that's how it started. We kind of, you know, we didn't, you don't know what you don't know. So we, have gosh, we've learned so much along the way. But yeah, Lisa, Lisa had this thought and, you know, I thought, well, you know, I've been talking to other folks like, Sharon and some others that had said to me, Hey, I've been collecting data. I've been, you know, I've been doing my own thing in my own practice and I've, I've been kind of collecting data on my own about some outcomes and things. I know we've been doing it at our practice and just sort of like, Hey, what do we do with this? You know, what, who can we show it to? Because we know it's important. We know it's valuable. We know that these outcomes and interventions that the consultant pharmacist makes are you know we know they're valuable but we need to make sure that other people know too so payers physicians groups lawmakers other professional organizations they need to hear about this and so that's sort of how it it was born it was like well i know i know there's these other rockstar folks that are out there what if we just got them together and we we collectively started collecting that data and collaborating
1: and so that's how it started. Well, that's funny because I think I met both of you in a bar as well at, in D.C. In <laughs> <laughs> we that's,
3: that's true, actually, and I chased you down. When... That was shortly after we had come up with this idea. So it was kind of funny. I, I
2: chased him down too, Lisa. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we thought about naming the project after that bar, but... We did not.
0: (laughs) Was it at the same bar?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my.
1: (laughs) It was inside the Marriott in D.C., wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I think I looked it up one time and I can't remember. <laughs> it, but yeah, I thought that was a really good idea, but I didn't know Oh how. my.
0: Is there gonna be this is is it a chain of bars where you can go to the same bar in Kissimmee, Florida? No, it
1: was the, it was the fly in the Foreman and That's a good Kissimmee. thing we
0: have to check. We we have to have a party
2: at the, at that bar if there's a chain of bars. We might have to. Uh, I think so. Oh, you did. Yeah, I <laughs> think that's right. Yeah, during <laughs> One of the fly-ins. It didn't fly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. And I had looked it up, but it's like a sports bar or something. It's called yes, like it was, it you the, was I it the can't, it's some, you know, sports bar name and it was like I just couldn't oh, really think right. of that, you know, yeah, being the appropriate name. And I was like, well, I don't know how.
1: Right. Yeah, I think us have been it wasn't benchformers long enough. So
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right.
3: There is some history to that, you know, so one of the earlier project that I mentioned that sort of made me think towards this was called Fleetwood. And that was a project done in the 80s by ASCP. And I had heard about it, you know, it was a little bit before my time in consulting, but I was just kind of floored when we started digging into this. And somebody said to me, we know that project was named after a bar." I said, you've got to be kidding because, you know, Fleetwood draws up all sorts of really imposing and important thoughts, but it was a bar.
0: (laughs) So with the quality impact project, so it seems like the goal is to display the impact of consultant pharmacists on outcomes. You guys have been doing this for about a year now or even more. What outcomes or what data have you guys seen so far?
2: You know, it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. I'll, I'll uh, jump in there. Yeah, so that is, you've, you've really summarized it well. We are trying to <laughs> sort of measure the impact of, of the consultant pharmacist, but not only just in you know, LTC space, but, but really anywhere. So it's about multi-practice sites. So, you know, no matter where you practice, even if you're somehow a retail pharmacist doing some sort of clinical work or you're in a hospital or you're at an ALS, you know, whatever the case, if you're a pharmacist doing clinical interventions, we want to know about it. And so that's where it started. And then we want to take those interventions and assign some sort of dollar value to them. We can talk about that in a minute. We actually have just, now started collecting data. It's been just almost a year, not quite. I guess we've got another few months to go before it's a, it's a full year. Thank goodness it hasn't taken a whole year. But I was talking about earlier about the things that we learned along the way. Some of those things were, you know, we, to get started, it seems really simple. Let's just go out there and collect data, right? Well, we had to figure out what measures we were going to collect. So collectively, with this group of Super, highly awesome, intelligent folks. You know, we had to sit down and, and and say nope, we we have to come up with very specific data points and a very a very small number. Um, so that actually was a very tricky case to talk about no, well, I'm sorry, that one that measure doesn't matter as much as this measure. Well, to certain folks, maybe to you know to you that might mean a lot, but maybe to me, I don't use it that much. So we had to work all of that out and we did. Then after that, uh, it was on to the, we had to find a statistician because I sure don't know how to, I don't know how to, uh, you know, calculate p values and things like that, power. I mean, I probably could, Lisa probably could, but, you know, it might take us a little longer than, than, than a year to get there. So oh, it took me a lot longer. This <laughs> <laughs> is not yeah. really what I enjoy to do in my spare time. So we thought, well, let's <laughs> let's get a statistician. So we we partnered with a, a fantastic statistician by the name of Dr. Tim Myers, and so he agreed to come on board to be part of our team. Which so thankful for him. And so then through that process, we learned about the IRB more detail if you'd like, but had to go through some different hoops and applications to to obtain an institutional review board (laughs) approval. So it's sort of like an ethics committee, guess for your research. We we did that. We had to go through that. We built a a collection tool with the measures that we had collectively voted on. So we had to find a developer to to develop that, that web tool for us. And so all of that stuff being said, and I'm really kind of abbreviating it. I think I'm cutting out some stuff, but that's what we've mostly spent the last year doing. And so we just simultaneously got our IRB approved. We've got our research team. We've got our research team trained and certified to be able to collect human data for our, our project and we've got our, our portal all up and running, and the bugs are worked out of it, and it's, it's up and running. So we are firing away. So that's a really long answer to your question, but we have just now started collecting data.
3: You know, it's so funny to me to hear that, to see the obstacles or, that, or the mountains that were climbed. I think at one point, Carmen and I got so frustrated because it got really complicated really fast. And so, this idea that seems so simple you know, we wanted it to be meaningful in order to do that. You need to jump through all these hoops. And I tell you what, Carmen, she either pushed us or pulled us or whatever it took. She got us where we are now. And last weekend, I guess it was two weeks ago, we got the IRB approval and we're just seeing the portal on the ASCP website was, it's huge. It seems like slow progress, but in fact, I think it's going to make the data even more meaningful. So Kudos to Carmen and the awesome developer, too. It's
1: been quite a task putting it all together. And, and you've done an amazing job, Carmen. So thanks. also I wanted to say kudos as well. And it's, <laughs> it's been a, an amazing learning experience for me. So I, I want to thank you guys again for inviting me to, to take part in it. Uh, just all the trainings oh, you got to take and deciding what, what data to collect and how to report it. It's been a very good learning experience. And I know at one point we had more than just consultant pharmacists. Is, is there still several pharmacists from different settings in this this point, or did we kind of
2: get we narrowed down? We still
3: have different settings. Um, yeah, well, one step
2: at a time. Yeah, we do. We just, our, our number of researchers for this phase is, is really small, just because we're trying to sort of work out the bugs and, and learn as we go about what it is that we need. And so before we roll it out to the masses and, and the membership, we're really a small group. We still have a pretty diverse group, though, like, like Lisa said. And, and in our IRB and in our charter, we have listed pretty much every type of site you can think of. I think we can that cover them all. So,
1: so, yeah. All right. And for me, it's kind of unfortunate because I was working on some cool stuff that kind of fell through and then the study kicked in. And now... Now, by the time the study's wrapped up, I'll probably be in additional settings as well. So for me, that's kind of disappointing because I'll have more more data and possibly more meaningful data after it's all done. But it's still been a great experience, and it's, I'm really intrigued to see how how and where it goes. Yeah,
3: I think don't be disappointed because I really, I think that we've both realized this is a project that's going to go on past what we expected, which is actually a great thing. I'm Really grateful to the incoming president, Kevin Fieron, for when I spoke with him and said, Hey, I think we need some more time on this project. He was totally agreeable and kept our committee active because that's completely up to the incoming president. And I think that I see some grants in our future, maybe, and oh, some more focused review of the data that we collect. So I'm sure you'll be in there at some point.
2: Oh, yeah, Jaron, that's what I was going to say too. I mean, this is just the beginning, this is just the, the very first phase. This is going to go on into many, many more phases, we, we think. And uh, this is just the, the very early beginning. So you'll have all kinds of opportunity to show us your cool data.
3: I think the opportunity, you know, I think Carmen could speak better to this, but I'll just say, you know, once we get the bugs worked out, this will be opened <laughs> up to ASCP membership. Well, to be here. So in essence, we're going to have a big giant committee of people contributing data
0: and then is there opportunities for other pharmacists, you know, to join in on this committee, or do you kind of want to keep it as a close knit group for now, yeah. since you're in the beginning stages?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And that, that's that been the plan the whole time. We just weren't exactly sure how we would scale it. But I think we've got more of that. That's become more clear now that we've gone along. But I will say the cool part about it is that we were building it the whole time with that sort of goal in mind. So a lot of things that we did were, you know, it's flexible. So it fits the small research team that we have right now, but we can also then apply the things that we've done to a larger group, like the entire ASCP membership. So like our portal and things like that are set up so that, um, and we were, you know, we're trying to keep all of that in mind for when, you know, when we open it up, but then also legacy, trying to keep the legacy Preserved uh, the committee. We didn't want it to just go away. You know, if, if Lisa and I, something happens to us, my, one of my old bosses used to say, if we get hit by the beer trap, that it would, you know, stay around and, and the data and all the work that we've put into it collectively we would, you know, would still be there for someone else to just take over and, and keep going. So.
0: And then, Lisa, you mentioned that there's a new incoming president. So what a lot of people may not know that you were actually the 2019 president of ASCP. Can you discuss a little bit about your journey, especially in this unusual year of COVID-19? Are you 2020? We're in 2020. We're not in 2019 anymore. Or we're 2019. I don't know.
3: Yeah, the, the way that the things work at ASCP is you are the president-elect for one year. And so that's what I was from 2018 to 2019. And then you are the president for a year. And so that's 2019 to 2020 for me. And at our meeting, our annual meeting this year, I will move over to become the chairman of the board and Kevin Firon will become the president. So it's sort of a nice little triad that you have going. So you have an opportunity to look at what you're going to need to do and get a little bit of on-the-job training and then just jump in. I will say from experience, there's not enough training to prepare you for how awesome and crazy it is, but it's completely worth it. And I think, so you asked what it's been like with COVID. That's definitely defined my term as president. You know, we started off just with some typical things that the president does. And we had committee meetings and got those going. And there's a quarterly JCPP meeting that the president attends. And, you know, you, you go to the national office and work and get acquainted with the staff. And they help you put your initiatives into action. So all that was great at the beginning of my presidency and then halfway through COVID came along. And so it's been really amazing to see how ASCP has handled that. You know, we've converted a lot of things to virtual and I'm really proud of what ASCP has done with these Friday webinars. That has become, you know, it started because of COVID, but I think that we'll continue to do Friday webinars moving forward. Membership has had such a great response to them. And we've also gained a lot of members who have learned from our webinars and then decide to join. So COVID has defined my presidency, but I feel like it's been a a positive, a growing opportunity for all of us rather than a negative.
1: That's great. So do you think that COVID added a large workload to your presidency time?
3: (laughs) I wouldn't say it added the workload. I will say, though, I've always been kind of a cheerleader. I really think that the most important part of being a leader is to encourage people so that they, their skills and their gifts come forward. It has required more cheerleading and stuff, which I'm totally fine with, simply because a lot of what gets done at ASCP is done by volunteers. And so all of them are incredibly busy and entrenched in managing COVID and how it's affected their business. And I'm incredibly proud of how our committees kept moving. We've had some tremendous accomplishments on our committees, which I can tell you about later. And, you know, in a lot of other societies, that's not the case. We have some societies that they just quit having their committee meetings. So basically it's reinforced that I think I was born to be a cheerleader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So maybe in closing if Kevin Fearon was here right now, what words of wisdom would you give him and maybe give some words of wisdom to some of the members out there who maybe have that as a as a career goal to be on the board or be a president of ASCP.
3: Oh gosh, so I told Kevin choose your committee leads wisely because they are truly the foundation of your presidency. And that's why I feel so lucky to have had Carmen as a committee lead, among with a ton of other folks, you know, that have, some have been presidents, Sharon Clackham. I mean, I can't name them all, but choose your committee leads wisely. And as far as if you ever want to become ASCP president, run for the board and get your feet wet there. It's an incredible opportunity. And once you're on the board, you get to see some of the intricacies of what really goes on to keep us growing and viable. And then it gives you an opportunity to run for an office if you would like. So it's all a huge adventure. It's it's a lot of work and it's a lot of joy. One of the past presidents told me, you know, this will be a life changer for you. And I thought at the time, well, that's kind of dramatic, but it truly is. It has been a life changer to be able to have this viewpoint, a much more broad viewpoint to meet this many people, to be able to see people bring their gifts forward to promote pharmacy. Right. That's why we're here.
1: Great. Thank you very much. It's been awesome having you guys on the show to talk about the profession and advancing it to an, the next level and the the studies that are taking place. It's been a pleasure having you guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so
0: much.
1: Hopefully we'll uh, do this another time and, and uh, have some data to discuss as well.
0: So maybe we'll, we'll record yeah. it at a bar. Oh, for sure. It's a date. <laughs> we'll be
2: back. <laughs> yeah, oh, my. <laughs> later. Right.
0: You're listening to Senior Rx Radio brought to you by ASCP. Visit us online at ASCP.com slash podcasts. ASCP, empowering pharmacists, transforming aging.